Hi, this is Dustin Hobbs with the California MBA. Welcome to Connect, our monthly podcast series featuring interviews one-on-one with uh, movers and shakers in the industry. Today, I'm excited. We're at the Western Secondary Market Conference in San Francisco. I'm joined here by Crystal Thomas, Government uh, Program Specialist with the MBA. Uh, Crystal uh, runs the uh, MBA's Impact uh, Program as well, getting uh, younger folks involved in the industry. And we had a, a, a reception last night. Had a really good conversation with uh, some of the uh, young folks in the industry, uh, both here in San Francisco and those who travel to come. So uh, I'm really excited to hear uh, Crystal's story and find out uh, what she's got going on at uh, with MBA. But uh, before we get started, I want to thank our uh, sponsors at uh, the Real Estate Services Trust, or REST. So if your company is a small to mid-sized mortgage company, 20 to 200 employees, and uh, you'd like to see if you can get uh, big company benefits for uh, small company pricing, then uh, the Real Estate Services Trust might be right for you. So we've created the, uh, the REST program with uh, Marshall McLennan Agency, and uh, it's available. Uh, you can check with the, the number and the uh, link below in the description and find out uh, if it works for you. You can get a quote uh, with our, uh, our agency there, and uh, it's definitely worth your time. I mean, especially when it comes to employee retention and uh, recruitment, you got to have good employee medical benefits. So definitely check out REST if you're a mortgage company that uh, uh, is between 20 and 200 employees and uh, see if it works for you. So, Crystal, Crystal, thanks again for uh, joining course, me this morning. Of course, of course. My uh, question's out here. So uh, uh, there's obviously a lot to talk about when it comes to uh, young folks in the industry. I keep saying young folks, but uh, younger people in the industry <laughs> and uh, so what's going on in the industry. But I always like to find out and, uh, and start out with a question about what got you uh, in the industry, what got you at uh, to MBA, what uh, drew you in and and uh, keeps you engaged. Right. That's a great question because uh, one of our steering committee members mentioned you're e- this is an industry you either fall into or you're born into it. I definitely Absolutely. fell. Um, so my background is actually in conflict resolution and Mediterranean security. So I was actually overseas living in Malta, doing work um, with a nonprofit focused on providing services and resources for those seeking asylum. So Malta was one of the first points of the EU. And so a lot of people were coming into the country and we were trying to find ways to help people live more inclusively and more together um, to ultimately just better the country. And so coming back to the States, because my father said, you've had two years, get your butt back. Um, So I came back and still had a heart to serve, but didn't really know what industry or what that would look like. And the real estate finance industry was never really an option for me. Not on the radar, huh? At all. Like I um, went to college um, in 2009, which was definitely not the highest point in our industry. And so really trying to kind of figure out where I was going to go, real estate was definitely the last option. So when I fell in, and as I still, every day I'm still learning something new, it's such a dynamic and diverse industry with a variety of different pathways, I find that I'm using my conflict degree every day, um, for good or for bad. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But that's one of the major misconceptions of our industry. It's, you know, people think that you have to be a mortgage banker and that's it. Um, But there's so many different... um, different things that are happening within the industry, different innovations, different skill sets that are now creating an opportunity for people from all different backgrounds to really come and make their place. Absolutely. Yeah. We just did a uh, podcast. Our, our last episode that we filmed was with our future leaders. And we uh, and they actually mentioned that, that uh, when they talk to their friends and they say, well, I don't want to be a mortgage banker. I don't even know what that means. 
And they say, well, like, like you just said, there's plenty of different right. ways that you get involved in the industry without being, quote, a mortgage banker. Even if you don't want to be, you know, if you're not a people person, there's, you know, lots of uh, different um, avenues. Yeah. And so for me, um, that's how I've gotten to work with you and Susan. I really liked working with different stakeholders um, to really come together and solve an issue. And that's why I'm on the state government affairs team, focusing on state and local relationships with our state and local MBAs around the country. So awesome. Definitely a place for you. Yeah. So <laughs> now you've been, uh, been with MBA now for what almost it's been about four years now almost three and a half three and a half years wow. <laughs> flown by i'm sure yeah um so uh you're sort of right on that leading edge of uh, the mba's efforts to get and engage uh, uh young people in the industry mm-hmm. so what's the backstory there how did that whole uh, initiative start with mba and what's what's the status on that Definitely. So I will say that the um, there was a Young Professionals Network that was established more so focused on the commercial multifamily side that existed for several years. I believe it started in 2015. Um, and realizing the success of that program and wanting to expand it, because uh, we focus both on commercial multifamily, residential, we also have members that are in tech law firms. So we try to cover the as much of the industry as possible. Um, so we wanted to create, uh, rebrand the initiative uh, to IMPACT, which is now MBA Young Professional Network. We have almost 2,000, actually we're over 2,000, almost 2,100 members of engaged young professionals around the country. Um, And we try to do programming uh, that provides industry focus uh, programming and content, but also some of those foundational skills. So I, I'm a big believer that your job is going to teach you how to do, you know, the what you need to do for your job. Um, but where impact is that resources that we provide some of those foundational skills. So whether it's leadership development, how to work effectively with multi-generational teams, um, whether that's how you pr- uh, prepare for a conference. If you're coming for the first time to represent your company, what does that look like? And so the initiative, what's been so successful is that it's really been driven by young professionals already involved in the industry. So we just try to tap into what they want to learn, what they want to do, and leveraging those resources and really trying to bridge the gap between those who are more experienced in the industry, and I use the word experienced, um, who have a seasoned lot of, seasoned, the yes, there we go, uh, who have a lot to, to share and a lot of knowledge to, to, to give with younger talent that's now coming in and want, uh, and is hungry for that knowledge and wants to understand the industry, get that insight and that perspective. And it's a great opportunity and unique opportunity to really come together and kind of create something really amazing for our industry. That's great. Well, and especially I love the, I mean, we're at a conference right now. I love the idea of, you know, explaining them on how to you know really maximize your mm-hmm. experience at a conference. And right. I know so many of them that I've talked to, especially our, our future leaders, they come to the conference and this is the first big industry conference they've been to. And in their case, you know, their company is spending a lot of money to send them there. And so right. they really feel the, in a good way, they feel the pressure that I need to maximize this opportunity. I need to, you know, do everything I, you know, can, but yeah. I've never been to one. I don't know what to do. Yeah. So what that, does that look like? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so we try to do programming and events that will give you something practical that you can take back. So for instance, one of our upcoming events, we are focusing on negotiation skills and styles and better being able to meet the needs of your clients, but everybody that attends leaves with a free headshot. And so that's something that you can use when you start speaking, you have your headshot already. Um, Whether you have a company internet like platform, you have a headshot there or LinkedIn. And so we're just really trying to make sure that what we provide is really beneficial for our young professionals. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, what do you? So what would you say is the uh, the biggest hurdle you face in getting young people involved in uh, you know finding out about industry groups like the MBA, and even you know focusing on advocacy issues? I know that you know millennials. If we just you know pick a demographic, millennials are you know are uh, typically you know interested in issues and advocacy stuff, but you know 
when it comes to mortgage banking advocacy right. issues, maybe not so much. So how do, what's the biggest hurdle you find? So it kind of goes back to what we were talking about a little bit earlier is if people are not able to see themselves in the industry or to understand what they do um, and how that plays to the larger vision, it's hard to get that buy-in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so being able to talk about issues that are happening around the country that impact our industry, but from the lens of this is how it impacts the consumer. This is why we do the things that we do. These are the communities we're trying to serve and re-putting putting back in the, the heart and soul of what our industry does that oftentimes gets left out is definitely key. I will say that it's definitely not a lack of wanting to participate, but it can be um, from a lack of awareness. Uh, and so really just trying to get that name out there and that brand. And so we've been really focusing on increasing awareness from our young professionals, but also with those who are running companies, who are leading the organizations, because a lot of them also say they wish that they had something like this when they were coming into the industry and being able to have that platform and that opportunity. And so we're trying to take a twofold approach. Um, we're definitely learning as we go. I feel like that's the best way. You just kind of go into it. Um, but like I said, it's it's really about being very clear about the vision, making putting it in a context of why it's important. Um, and then once we do that, we always it, it's really easy to get the buy-in. Yeah. Well, and I you know couldn't agree with you more that having the buy-in from the uh, executive leadership is huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, Definitely. And I'm sure you've seen it. You know, I've seen it. That, you know, in our uh, running our, our future leaders program, mm-hmm. the companies where you know the bosses understand and really and they buy in to the right. concept of uh, professional development. It makes yes. such a big difference. It really does. And I always say because we millennials get a bad rap about like everything. Um, but and I'll only speak for myself, not for every single millennial. But I know for me, I want to be tied to something that has purpose and that has meaning, and that I'm able to see the work that I do and how that plays overall to the larger mission of the organization. And so, making sure that we're having those conversations, that we're taking a step back and really putting it into terms of this is why it's important. This is the difference that we make. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, well, I mean, I guess that's what would a uh, um, a success story look like mm. you know, from your perspective? If I'm uh, running a company. And I would say, I want to get my folks involved, but I don't know where to start. What what, what would a success story look like for you? Mm, success is always, because success means different things to different people. Um, I will say um, what I've been measuring the initiative by um, for success is not just who comes to the event, but the conversations that I have afterwards. Hmm. So it's the fact that now people know what impact is. People now know MBA. People want to get more involved. Um, I see young professionals getting more involved in um, committees and leadership opportunities. That to me is really where that success comes from because we want to create a space where our young talent has a, a platform and an opportunity to learn from one another and industry leaders, but we also want to prepare them and equip them for the next steps and so um, making sure that we're, we're measuring engagement we're, we're creating this actual community is really what success looks like um, from the company standpoint um, being able to see that growth and that confidence and that development of your your young talent and uh, supplementing and really making sure that we're providing additional reassurance that they belong in this industry and they have something unique to bring uh, I will say for me coming in with a not traditional <laughs> background, being able to have people invest in me and show me why and show me how my talents can play into the work that we do is so key. Uh, and so th- that's really what I envision for us to be able to do. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I'd say too, the, uh, for a, a mortgage company, success also means retention. You're yes. not losing your, because I mean, it is dog eat dog right now. Right. So uh, I think that uh, being able to you know, have provide value to your employees mm-hmm. and give them a reason to stay. Right. Like you said, I mean, you know, especially younger folks, I mean, they want to care about the purpose of the company. Right. So if you provide that, then 
know, and I will, stick around. And I will say, just speaking, uh, you know, I am biased because I work for MBA, but just speaking from MBA um, with some of the work that I've been doing with Impact and my passion for inclusion, uh, that's what uh, I started assisting Lisa Haynes on our mm. internal uh, program, which is called Embrace, which she was awarded so many different things because she's doing amazing work um, where we've really been trying to uh, focus internally and externally on DNA and what that looks like as an industry, but also within our organization. And so being able to, to have um, mentors, some chosen or some that just kind of like, I, I kind of just keep bombarding them with questions. Yep. Uh, but being able to learn and see them do amazing things within our industry has been very rewarding uh, and in the, in, in the space. Yeah. All right. So here's the, uh, I always, I, I mean, you can't get around it in a, a conversation. And especially now, I would be yeah. remiss. If I've got a millennial right here, I've got to ask. So, what's if I, you know, if I'm a, a business owner watching this and saying I, I still don't quite get the whole millennial thing. Mm-hmm. By, I mean, if that's the case at this point, then that's a problem. Yeah, you got to figure it out, right? I mean, it's the biggest, you know, uh, home buying cohort. It's the biggest, uh, you know, employee cohort soon. So, uh, you know, what do they want from their employers? I mean, we kind of touched on it briefly, mm-hmm. but uh, from your perspective, what do you see having to talk to so many of them being one yourself? Right. You know, what, uh, if I'm an employer, what do I need to provide you to get you to, you know, work for my company or buy a home uh, for my company or a loan? What bring? What keeps you engaged? Right. I will say um, being tied to the overall mission, like I said earlier, um, people want to know. Uh, I'm definitely one of those people. I need to know the why as to why I'm do like what it is I do and how that impacts a larger vision. I will also say um, if you're looking for new talent, if you're looking to bring in new people, um, be open to looking in unique and different places. Uh, so, for instance, I had a, in a past life, I worked at a hotel. Um, and so when it comes to dealing with customers and tempers and things like that, that's like a transferable skill that I now have. Absolutely. And so I, I, I feel um, if we're only looking for those with MBAs or specific degrees, you're missing out on a lot of talent of people who are interested in and can be invested in some of the best employees you could ever have. So be open to um, looking for those transferable skills, looking for those qualities that you want in an employer, even if it's outside of a traditional background. That's a great point. That's mm-hmm. a great point. So looking at, I mean, especially, I mean, we're California MBA, MBA, this is our, our biggest, you know, reason to exist is advocacy. Right. And uh, I'm always curious to, you know, find out if, uh, if, you know, from your perspective, you're talking to a younger uh, um, LO in the industry or a, a mortgage banking, um, maybe, you know, mid-tier or a branch manager. And they say, and you ask them, you say, you know, you got to get involved in the industry. Advocacy is an important thing. They say, well, I, you know, maybe they're just too cynical or they, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe they're reading like, too many headlines. Cynical. And, <laughs> That's funny. It's a little, it's, I mean, I, there I are, say it's, there are it's, people, it's, yeah. it's kind of hard not to be cynical at times. So, that's, that's you know, I, I'll, I'll grant that. But uh, what do you say to them as far as, you know, why they should get involved, why their voice does matter? I mean, what's, what's your pitch? You can't make change if you don't have, if you don't say anything. I mean, if you see something that's not right or things that you want to change or if there is something, especially within our industry, we're at the point now where people want to hear about innovation and what different ways of doing things that will ultimately better the consumer or how you do business. If you don't say anything, they won't know, um, especially with advocacy. We try to provide a lot of platforms. I'm going to do a shout out to Alden Knowlton. I'm going to wear my Ma hat. Um, but there are tons of different grassroots initiatives that are free. Uh, so Ma is one of those, the Morgan Mortgage Action Alliance that allows you to be kept up to date with what's happening within your state. Um, and if there is an in- issue that's impacting the industry, to be able to you know already have the tools that you need in order to, to reach um, those in Congress or your representatives. 
space to talk about the issues that are happening that are impacting your community. Um, that's my biggest thing. If you if you don't say anything, if you don't play, how do you expect to make change? How do you expect to, to, to do anything? And every voice matters. Every voice counts. And even if you don't see those immediate results, it matters. Even if you're able to shift perspectives within your company, even if you're able to, you know, just talk about this industry um, from a different lens and help someone understand the work that we do. I mean, there are so many things that you can do when we, when we talk about advocacy. Well, and I'll echo your, your mob pitch. I mean, if uh, the way I look at it is it's almost like voting that, yeah. you know, if you don't vote, then you really don't have any reason to complain or any right, right to complain. And I think you my, can't within it. the industry. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. If you're not a member of Ma, then I don't, I mean, I don't want to hear you complaining at a conference about, you know, what, uh, you know, the NBA is doing on this issue or California NBA is doing on that. If you're not even engaged at all. Right. And being a part of Ma is so easy. The it app is, is easy. The, I mean, it's, it's it could not be simple. And it allows you to have, a, a, especially if you're coming into this industry, it really shapes because I know that there'll be something, certain issues that come up and I'm trying to see, okay, so how does this directly impact our industry? It's a great learning opportunity, but the app especially makes it really easy because everything's kind of in one it's place for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no, I mean, some things can be complicated when it comes to advocacy. Ma is not. So I mean, I'll <laughs> absolutely uh, help you with that shout out. So, uh, so going back to impact here. So what's, what's next for impact? How can, if I'm wanting to get involved, if you've mm -hmm. sold me here, what can I do to get involved? Sure. So I will say first, check out our website. Uh, it's www.mba.org slash impact. And that's M as in Mary, P as in Paul, A as in Apple, C as in Carrot, and T as in Tom. You can tell I used to work in hotels. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, but that's the most direct way. We uh, actually have quotes from some of our steering committee members talking about why they get involved. We also do highlights of upcoming events as well as uh, you kind of get uh, are able to see snapshots from past events. We're also present on LinkedIn, which is also available on our website. And you can always just feel free to reach out to me as well, uh, kthomas at mba.org, if you have any questions or want to get more involved. All right. Well, thanks again, Crystal. Of hey, course. appreciate it. Yep. Thanks Great for having you. me. All right. That's all the time we've got on uh, Connect uh, this month. Uh, make sure and uh, subscribe and uh, follow us. And uh, you can always uh, check us out either on Apple, uh, iTunes, on uh, SoundCloud, or YouTube, on our YouTube channel. So with that, we'll see you next time.